<clears throat> good morning, everybody. Oh, well, it's good. I guess good afternoon, technically. Thank you so much for listening here. This is Hunter here. I'm here with the pride of Idaho, Mr. Scott. Scott, how you doing, sir? Doing good, Hunter. Thanks. And I'm here with everyone's favorite Irishman, Colin. Colin, how you doing, man? Go Broncos! Hey, you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Anyways, go ha- pay- ha- Happy Super Bowl, everybody. That is true, yeah, happy Sorry, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl edition. Yeah, our Super, oh. our Super Bowl edition. Go Panthers, by the way. God, yeah. <laughs> you son of a Anyway, so we're here to talk about, as we're getting closer to Oscars season here, uh, Oscars are first week of March, I believe, so we'll have our best of... Uh, coming up in uh, the third week here, February, we'll have that for you on the 21st, our best of 2015 list. But for now, we're going to talk about a movie that I'm pretty sure is going to make all of our best ofs, which is The Revenant. Um, Goddamn, just what a fantastic film. Um, Just to kind of give a quick summary here, um, it's a pretty, I don't want to say generic plot, but it's very much a very, it's a very simple plot uh leonardo dicaprio's character is a uh, left for uh hugh which i don't even remember them saying his name but um but they don't uh, say a lot in the whole movie <laughs> uh, yeah true I think they, they, they say his last name which is glass yeah glass yeah that i remember i don't remember them even saying his his first name honestly but um but uh basically he's like this frontiersman he's leading like you know, an expedition. I can't remember what show that's based on. Leading expedition is that Land of the Lost? They're, they're <laughs> like they're like fur trappers, basically. He's going. He's like he's their guide, basically. Of to, to, they got a bunch of furs and shit. Yeah, yeah it's I, a bunch of like I think they're all. Uh, I mean, like American settlers, and they're like expanding further west from wherever they were. And the, I think I, he's like knows the land, right? The the I think like a. An outpost, like the army, has hired these guys to like to be their guide. I think. I think it, that's yeah. Because one of them is a general. I mean, they they talk to each other as if they're they're soldiers, sort of. Yeah, and 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 I don't know about you guys, but I was just like, man, I've been wanting to see. I mean, we got a battleship movie. I've been waiting to see an Oregon Trail movie, and this is pretty much probably the closest thing. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah what, no one be, dies of dysentery, though. <laughs> that is true. I didn't even think about that Oregon Trail movie. I don't think I've ever seen one of those. That is probably this is probably maybe the closest thing we'll ever get to. Well, sorry, I'm going to phrase that to a good Oregon Trail movie because. I was just sitting there the whole time, and Leo's uh, character, Hugh, it's like, this motherfucker can't catch a break. I mean, it just seems like these bad shit just keeps fucking happening. <laughs> yeah, like, I was thinking, like, during the movie, I was like, man, this could definitely be called, like, a series of really unfortunate events. Seriously, it really, <laughs> could, it really could be, or I mean, or it could be, you know, as I said, kind of, uh, I believe in one of our broadcasts, you know, this could be a big, giant metaphor uh, for him not being able to win the Oscar, uh, just like, like, yeah, like, just like, struggling the whole time. Yeah, just like, I mean, he would probably cut open a horse right now to actually win an Oscar if that's what it took. But um, spoiler. But uh, oh, shut up! <laughs> but like, <laughs> <coughs> and you know, so actually, speaking of spoilers, that is one thing I'm gonna call like trailers, and we've talked about this how trailers give away too much sometimes that scene of him flying off the edge with that horse oh my god i wish you hadn't shown that like i wish that would have been something that i would have just discovered while watching the movie because when it happens i was like holy shit and i and i had that 
black moment in the theater. Like I yelled, <laughs> I yelled that even though I knew it was fucking coming. But I had that same thought during the movie. Like you... right when that happened, I was like, I was like, I mean, you don't really see it coming, but like right when it happens, you're like, oh, I I remember seeing that. I was like, I wish that wasn't spoiled. Yeah. Totally agree. Totally agree. But um, I mean, but. So this is, of course, directed by, and I'm going to butcher his name, but uh, uh, Alejandro... Uh, Inaratu. That actually sounds more correct than what I was going to say. So Just go. call him Birdman. There, yeah, he's the guy who did Birdman. What, do you, what, you know, what else do you need? But um, And he actually uh, was one of the writers on it, too. And I'm just going to say, and this is kind of a complaint, I guess, but... Um, you could call this movie very much instead of the Re- the Revenant. You could definitely call it pretentious because this movie is at points so in love with itself, especially when it comes to cinematography. However, the cinematography and art direction is so goddamn good. I was just like, okay, I feel like you're being a little condescending, but it's so pretty. How mad can I really be about it? If that yeah. makes it, you, you know he's, what I mean. He's total like. Like over the top artsy, right? That's but that's a good how. Way to put it. Yeah. But that's how he was in Birdman too. Like Birdman has so much symbolism and like these big like shots where he just like looks up to the sky for no reason. It's like slow mo, but it's still fast. Like it's it's all those same type of shots and it's super artsy, but it's like it's impressive to watch because some of these shots he gets are like absolutely breathtaking. Y- yeah, I mean, like. I mean, and I agree with you. There was definitely that in Birdman. I don't know if it's because of the time period in this movie, but I just I felt it more. It just kind of irritated me a little more here. I was kind of like, okay. Um, now, with that said, the first ten minutes of this movie, holy shit! There's just there's Indians getting just shot with muskets and white people getting shot through the neck with arrows. I was like, God damn. Like, it is, like, it is the closest thing to a battle royal <laughs> that that you'll probably ever see in a film. It, it's really incredible. And the camera does such a great job of panning out and spinning so you're seeing everything. And just, it, it it's so well done. Um, just Did you guys... Of... Oh, go ahead, Scott. Oh, no, I was just going to say, it was just kind of, like, similar to... Birdman in that way where that whole scene it seemed like that was all one yes. take of them scanning through this like battle that was going on. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, and that's perfect. That's actually exactly the type of point I was going to bring up. Did you guys notice though that it was... I, I felt like when I was watching it, it wasn't as fluid as Birdman. And that I, I agree with. And yeah. I thought it was because it's action. Obviously, it's going to be harder to like make those sweeping shots blend together because obviously they can't do that whole scene in one take they like it's they do it where they're like blending it together and splicing it so it looks like one take i thought it was more apparent but that's such a nitpick that i can't even like really it's still like i was like i was i was like oh i'm noticing how they splice this together i can see the parts where it kind of like it goes to the next cut like i could i could notice it more but Uh uh-huh at the same time, I was like, it's still awesome. <laughs> like, it's still yeah. such impressive filmmaking that, like, it doesn't really even take me out of it. So, I'm going to say something that's going to be very unpopular. <laughs> not not like I, I'm not the one, it seems like, who does that on occasion. But um, I thought Leo was really good in this. I don't think it's, it's Oscar-worthy, though. I mean, <laughs> I think it's Oscar-nomination-worthy. I just, I think his performances throughout the years have been better than this and i feel like he'll almost win the oscar because people are like well shit like we've denied you this long 
we kind of think it's your turn to win. Yeah. I, just, I, I just, I just, I really just was sitting there. I'm like, and I don't know if it's because of the lack of dialogue or what, but like, this is really uh, Hughes' journey. And I'm sitting there watching it. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I want to be able to say, you deserve the Oscar. And I just, I just sat there the whole time. I'm like, I, I can't say that without feeling like I'm lying to the audience to myself. Now, that's it's funny you say that because I had that like, you say that was unpopular, but that's the exact like opinion I came out walking out. Really? Oh yeah. No, Son I was like, no, it, no, and it's true. And like at this point, I walked out and I'm I'm talking to Nikki about it and I'm like I'm like that wasn't his best performance he's ever had. Like he doesn't speak a lot. It's super impressive to watch him go through all of these emotions and getting just like shit on over and over again <laughs> in all these terrible situations. And he is amazing without having a lot of dialogue. Like it's so impressive to see how well an actor can, you know, use this role. Um, but I was I walked out and I was like, if he wins the Oscar, it's going to be because he's overdue. It's not going to be because this was his best performance ever. That's that was the opinion I had. Now, with that said, um, and I gotta be honest, and we we will discuss the Oscar so white movement later. But um, I love the fact Stallone won the Golden Globe. I'm still pissed off he didn't thank Ryan Coogler or uh, Michael B. Jordan. So on that alone, I want Tom Hardy to win for Best Supporting Actor because he was amazing in this. He was such a goddamn asshole, and I hated Tom Hardy. And I love that dude as an actor. Um, he plays John Fitzgerald, by the way. But I could not believe just how much of a sum bitch <laughs> he was in this movie, and how at several points I wanted to just jump through the screen, and slap the shit out of him. I was like, "You piece of shit!" Um, he's so, super evil. <laughs> he does such a good job. He's so good. So I mean, if Tom Hardy wins the Oscar for Best Supporting, I, I mean, I know a lot of people are like oh, Stallone for Creed, but if Tom Hardy wins the Oscar, I will not be mad at all because he he his performance was just amazing so. i think the i think the more competitive um category in the oscars this year is supporting because I you got agree. because i I've, I've seen now the big short revenant spotlight and creed and bridge of spies so i've seen all five of these movies that all these guys are nominated in and they're all really good i think if i was to choose and we're kind of getting off topic from the revenant but it's also relevant because he's in it I, I think I would have to go Christian Bale in the Ooh, Big Short was my okay. was my favorite and Mark Ruffalo is really good too. But I cannot if Tom Hardy wins I cannot be mad because that dude was so evil and so good in this movie that uh, you can't even be mad if anybody in this in this uh, category wins honestly. Uh, all right, well I mean let's uh I, I feel like me God we've just been talking so much about this Scott I'm so sorry man dude jump in well, here it's, like, it's like I think. Tom Hardy epitomized to me what I love so much about this movie is like I I just love this kind of movie and I like the I really enjoyed the artsy kind of factor of it because we don't see that very much sure. and it, it doesn't really a lot of a lot of movies don't utilize like the environment like this does um, but just that Tom Hardy was just so like raw and like I wouldn't sure it was like definitely evil he was an evil character but it was more of like a doggy dog feel to it where it's like we are out here and there's we're surrounded by indians and like 
you just got to do something and you got to go for it. And of course, you know, he's evil dude for doing for the things that happened in this movie. But it's just like a almost like you don't I didn't feel for him, but I understood. And like, that's what I loved about this movie is that he gives the director gives you a first you know, glance at, uh, you know, the reality of this time or I just I felt like I was there the entire movie and I had a horrible <coughs> seat in this movie. But um, it was, uh, yeah, that's, 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 you know, and Tom Hardy kind of showed that as well as you couldn't really understand what he's saying some of the time and like just kind of like a, been beat down and just trying to get some money and that kind of a thing. So that's that's what I really liked about well, his character. Well, as we get to our final thoughts here, I mean, I, I agree with you to a point until the last fight scene where it wasn't even enough for him to, to do what he does before he has the last confrontation with Leo. When Leo's like, look, you took everything from me. And he's like, well, maybe you shouldn't have raised, like, like a bitch for a son. I was like, dude, I'm like, you yeah. didn't have to. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Like, I know. He's such a piece. Of, like, he knows he's trapped and he's like, you're probably going to kill me right now. So uh, I'm just going to say one last jab to be. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a bad person. I'm just saying that, like, because I felt like I was there and I understood that time period, like, I felt like I like it's it's anybody's ball game out there like is there really good and evil kind of a thing like there's uh, obviously like i'm saying i'm not trying to make him out to be a good character but i feel like there was more of uh it's just kind of a wild west feel to it it's true i i think the the point uh you're making i i definitely agree with with um the fact that just the times you you you're looking at like these situations these guys are in and it's like there's no law if you kill someone it's going to be like really hard to like put that on you right you know like so it's like when it come like push comes to shove in this in these times like i i definitely got that feeling too i'm like man this was like gnarly times when you're out there and there's like so little law that like Tom Hardy like really it's like he's making all these decisions because he's like well you know no one's really gonna know I'm gonna get away with it like little right. does he know that like you know uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is a superhuman and can like <laughs> crawl out of a grave and like literally yeah. like rebirth himself out of a horse so I so I mean okay so I mean again uh, and look. Mm, I, I I agree with you Scott and and you are right I mean it's definitely dog eat dog world and. I just, I, I think there was a part of me that was like, you're trying to make this realistic, but Leo's character pretty much was superhuman. I'm kind of like, eh. So, I mean, there were just these little things along the way that, I mean, it wasn't enough to take me out of the movie, but there were just these things that kind of stuck with me. And to be totally honest with you, at a point, you know how the movie's going to end. You're just kind of like, okay, it's not about how this ends. It's about the journey getting there. Um, I will just say, before I give my rating, the last fight scene, the way it's shot, there's this way that blood like splatters on the camera. It was such a cool fucking effect. I'm like, oh, bravo. I'm like, oh, this is brutal. Like, It's like the manliest fight scene maybe ever. It's the Ron Swanson of fight scenes. And... Uh, Leo gets his ass whipped several times, especially that bear. That bear was not fucking about, but, <laughs> but... Okay, so I was in a packed theater. Did everyone laugh when the bear falls on him? Yeah, I yeah. laughed. 
and I the died. whole the, the whole crowd i'm like he just got like mauled to like an inch of his life <laughs> and then like all of a sudden the bear rolls down a hill and lands on him everyone's like <laughs> oh my god well i mean that's i did hilarious i mean I, did... I was like oh that's funny i mean i did... <laughs> like, I bet the director hates that that everyone laughs <laughs> well i mean i didn't laugh like haha hilarious i laughed like god damn dude like you just like like we talked about like he just can't catch a break like fuck that sucks for you but um but overall man i really I thought this was so well done. Uh, be awake when you go see it, because I will say the score is fucking sleep-inducing at times, and it's, like, over two and a half hours. It's like, okay, movie, shit. But with It's long. That, it, it's, it's, it, it drags a little bit. Yeah, so just those little nitpicks, and I know this is where I'm going to be like, oh, seriously, dude? I can't quite give a fan fucking tastic. I really wanted to, but I'm sitting there like, eh, so I'm gonna give it an A plus. Uh, it was right there. It just wasn't able to get over top for me. So yeah, A plus. Uh, Mr. Scott, what did you think, sir? Um, yeah, I I was. Uh, I will definitely preface by saying you kind of have to be in the mood and kind of understand Agreed. who the director is. And what his style is. Um, but I loved it. And I would disagree with you guys. I think Leo, I wouldn't be surprised if he won. I, I think he deserves to be, definitely be nominated. And I think he deserves to win. I totally get the, the Leo uh, situation where he's had plenty of great roles and acting performances and he's we could probably all agree he's due at least one um but i don't have any problem with him winning in this one just the fact that he had so much screen time and the fact that it was up close and personal and you saw every movement and breath and uh facial expression and uh you know, moment of angst and joy and sadness that there was just so much. I can appreciate when like a director is able to bring out so much meaning out of what seems like not really a lot is going on. Like, okay, it's right. The plot is pretty simple um, for what it is. It's kind of a bit of a, a revenge movie of sorts. And that can be pretty simple, but I feel like, there was so much more to it, and um, and I agree. I'll agree with you. Some of those, the still shots of like the landscape and stuff, it, I think it was got to be a little much, and I don't think it had to be that long for sure. Um, but I think going into it, I was a little bit more accepting of that. I think if I didn't know that this director was like that, I think after a while I've been like, okay, all right. Um, but uh, I I loved it. <laughs> I I absolutely loved it. Uh, and I, walking out of the theater, it was like, you know, 10 degrees or something <laughs> outside. So like, oh, I'm already cold from watching this in this movie. Like you felt cold <laughs> and you felt like out of I was walking out with uh, Brittany and I was just like went into her ear and I was like, because <sighs> 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 like that's a lot of the movies, just him breathing. And, I, you know, <laughs> like. You could probably nitpick it a little bit, but I, like I said, going into it, I had kind of knew what I was getting myself into, um, and I thought Leo was awesome, and Tom, Tom Hardy's the best. Also, um, the um, other kind of secondary character, 
uh, Domhnall Gleeson, who continues to be in great roles, and I'll continue to stand up for this guy because I've loved him in almost everything he's done in the past few years. Um, I I think, sure, he can be more of a character actor, I would say. That was the uh, motherfucker from Ex Ex Machina. I knew he looked familiar. Ex Machina, he was also in Star Wars. Um, yeah. Okay. One of the the, the bad guys. Um, but yeah, he did he did a great job. Um, so I give this a fan fucking tastic because I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I can <laughs> totally I can totally see it being too long for some people. It is two and a half hours. Um, but I really liked uh, Leo and Tom Hardy, and the cinematography is some of the best I've seen. So yeah, fantastic. Mr. Colin, you're up. Nice. Um, yeah, this movie, the the number one reason why this movie is great is because of the cinematography, I would say. Uh, the way it's shot is awesome. It's it's just like, so if you've, if you've seen Birdman and you haven't seen this and you're wondering like what the movie's like, it's, it's very similar. It, it has the long shots. Everything kind of plays out with, with, the, with the music in the background. There's times where it's really silent and you're on the edge of your seat because something's about to happen. You can just feel the tension. He's, he is a great filmmaker. He knows how to play with your emotions. I mean, I went through so many emotions watching this, this movie, whether it be like fear or anger at this like motherfucker Tom Hardy. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, <clears throat> th- this guy, Alejandro Birdman, is just <laughs> he is he's a great filmmaker. Um, so that I think that's number one why this movie's great. Uh, number two, Leo is is awesome in it. I mean, like no one breathes harder or better. Because <laughs> it's funny. Before I saw this movie, there was this uh, girl in my class that I'm taking right now, and she had mentioned she saw Revenant. I was like, oh, I'm about to see that and, and review it. What did you think? And she's like, a lot of heavy breathing. That was the one thing she said. Like a lot of heavy breathing. I was like, okay, did you like it? She's like, yeah, no, really good movie. A lot of heavy breathing, though. <laughs> so it's funny that you mentioned that, Scott, because that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what that one person said. Anyway, that's irrelevant. Um, but uh, yeah, I I really liked it. I I just I can't be on board with this being uh, uh, Leo's best movie, and it sucks because when I went into it, oh, I had such high hopes. I was like. Everyone's saying Leo's going to get his Oscar this year. He's going to, you know, knock it out of the park. And I was just a little disappointed that I didn't get more, like, you know, lines being delivered. But he is. He's absolutely amazing. He he conveys all these different emotions. Um, you know, the first time he's crawling and he sees his son after Tom Hardy's gotten to him, I mean, is a very emotional moment. And he... Without saying any words, I mean, you can just, you can see and feel everything he's, he's going through. Uh, he's an exceptional actor. I don't think he's better than uh, Michael Fassbender and Steve Jobs, in my opinion. I think, I think Fassbender was better. I like that movie better. Um, so that, but that's just, that's just one man's opinion. But I, I just, but if DiCaprio gets it, he deserves it because... He's deserved other Oscars, and he got snubbed. So if he gets it this year and Fassbender gets snubbed, apparently that's just how the Oscars work. So <laughs> we'll snub you yeah. until you really put out a few, and then we'll give it to you. Exactly. Like, or you're a no-namer, and we'll just give it to you because nobody knows who you are. Oh, like Eddie Raidman, who didn't deserve it last year. She wouldn't have been a dick. Sorry. Go, go yeah. ahead. You're, you're no, rating. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I, yeah, and if Eddie Raidman 
wins this year, I don't even know what I'll do. I'll be so uh, fucking Danish girl. Uh, anyway, yeah, this this movie's great. I, I don't know if I can give it the fan fucking tastic just because it's not going to be probably. There's just a lot of movies that were higher up that are in this category of like Oscar worthy type movies because obviously, you know, this is a better movie than. Jurassic World, but I gave that a fan fucking tastic. So I mean, like, where are we but, actually? But but know? see, the thing is, for what this movie was trying to be, do you think it went above and beyond to this? No, yeah. Movie? So that yeah, that, and that's exactly my point. So that's why I'm giving this just a, a solid A. Ooh. It, it's just it's just what I felt going out of the theater. I was like, that didn't blow me away, like uh, like Spotlight, or even uh, I thought that like just there's other movies that are up for Best Picture this year that I just thought were more deserving. Although, if this movie doesn't win for best cinematography, then there's something wrong because this movie is the most beautiful thing you could put on a big screen and watch. Besides Star Wars, but that's when you're here. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We'll have reviews uh, later on for uh, what else are we reviewing? We're going to review Hail Caesar, which we're going to do right now. And we have reviews come up for fucking Kung Fu Panda 3 and uh, Straight Outta Compton and we will discuss the Oscars. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can follow me on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow Scott on Twitter at Newman the First. You can follow Colin on Twitter at Oh, this is the debut of my new Twitter handle. It's at the real O'Neill R E E L. Ooh, nice. Ooh, that's I like sexy. That. I love yeah. that. And you can uh, you can follow us here on SoundCloud at the real pineapple 775. Thank you so much guys. Have a good one. Peace.